the volume. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for The Everyday Guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Jenkins and Jones is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. Tons of reasons why I love betting the NFL on FanDuel Sportsbook. It's America's number one sportsbook. It's easy to use, it's fast, safe and secure, and it has fast payouts as quick as two hours. There's also so many bet types, including same-game parlay bets, live betting, player props, and futures. FanDuel is making it easy for everyone to bet this season with a bunch of promotions that they'll be sharing all season long on our podcast. If you've been listening along, you've heard a lot of those. There's risk-free bets and same-game parlay bets, enhanced odds markets, and more. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now and sign up with promo code J&J so they know we sent you. That's J&J. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See full terms and conditions at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It's Monday, January 24th. 
we've got another packed episode. We're talking basketball. We're talking a little bit of football. We're talking about um, Japanese macaques. Some macaque tack. Macaque tack. Jones. That's another packed episode. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news about the Japanese macaques. Golly. <laughs> We're jam-packed. As always, Jenkins and Jones is hosted by LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's that, Bubba's? Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. Have a good. And I'm Gardy B, a.k.a. Mike. And uh, let's start out with the Booger Boy of the Week, Grayson Allen. Still an NBA player. Still doing flagrant, reckless shit. Um, fully just yanked Alex Caruso down uh, mid-leap. Caruso broke his wrist. He's going to be out for six to eight weeks. Uh, Billy Donovan came about as close as you'll ever hear a coach in the NBA come to saying that this dude should be kicked the fuck out of the league. Um, and I, I'm sick of it, personally. Tyler, how do you feel about Grayson Allen and about this play? Um, you know... The, the disciplinary action and the suspensions is cool, but he need his ass beat, bro. Like, like flat out. He just flat out needs someone to put hands on him. You know, maybe that'll change, you know, shit because, you know, he's been doing this shit since Duke. Duke was when he first popped on our radar, so he's probably been doing this shit his whole fucking life. You know what I mean? This is just the type of dude that he is. But, I mean, he's just a dirty dude. And, like I said, I just think somebody needs to beat the fuck out of him one good time. Please, do it. Do it for America. For all of us. Please. Beat the fuck out of Grayson Allen, Ted Cruz looking ass, bro. Did you see the smirk? He is begging to get his ass whooped. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. Like you said, it's been happening since Duke. Even Duke fans were like, fuck this nigga, bro. You know what I'm saying? His own homies was like, all right, man, you a whole bitch. Dog, he snatched... He the, the the initial file was hard enough, and then he reaches around and snatches him and spins a nigga, bro. You know what I'm saying? I think like Billy Donovan said, you could have ended his career, and that's a fact, bro. Get him the fuck out the league. He just got a bag from the Bucks recently, though. You know what I'm saying? Get him out of here, though, man. That's some bullshit. I'm looking up where Grayson Allen is from because Tyler makes a great point. I mean, if you if you if, in Long Beach or L.A. or Southern California, if you're doing crazy shit like that in middle school or high school, you will get your ass beat. So he mm. must be from somewhere where oh, he's from Jacksonville, Florida. He went to high school at a new life Christian private school kid. Yeah, because yeah. Jacksonville got some thorough motherfuckers. So he had to been a private school kid. Yeah, I will say sure. this, though. Grayson Allen is six, four. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> he's a punchable six four. He's though, a. Bro. I mean, ah, that's what we like to think. You know what I'm saying? Right. There might be a reason he ain't got his ass beat, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like there's some thorough motherfuckers there, but the nigga's still six four and he's a little crazy. But somebody need to do it though. You know what I mean? He went to a private school that does not list their tuition on their website, so I'm gonna assume that it's. <laughs> It's a significant chunk of money to go to that private yeah. school. <laughs> he don't hoop like he played with white boys, though. You hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, to me, he doesn't. He doesn't hoop like he played with white boys. So you would think he would have been around somebody that might have scrubbed his ass real quick. But that smirk lets me know that he hasn't. You don't smirk after a dirty play like that. And you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he fucked up. Do you, remember, do you remember when he, like, bowled John Morant when he was going to the fucking lane? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, damn. You know what I'm saying? 
at least he reached out for Ja. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my bad, even though he really didn't give a fuck. You, you know what I mean? The, the Caruso thing to me, I mean, the tripping and all the, you know, tripping and elbows, it's all, that's all bullshit. But to me, like, I gasped like I was watching a horror movie when I when someone sent me this clip. Like, you cannot fuck with anyone who's in midair like that. And especially not to shove them or pull them. Pulling them probably even worse. I mean, Caruso, he's lucky that that's just a broken wrist, bro. I mean, you land on your head. You don't really have any control of what's happening to you when you're up there. You just... It's a, that's as butt naked as you can be wearing clothes. <laughs> I've jumped as high as I can jump. You know what I mean? Why don't why don't white crime, bro? I, I think that's <laughs> jealousy. I think he's jealous because Caruso has eclipsed them on on the white boy scale of NBA players, and that was just so uh, an incident of white on white crime. He must be stopped. He's the honorary light skin of the league, and he mad as fuck about it. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, with those type of fouls, you don't know where you are in the air until you hit the ground. You know what I mean? Like, he's lucky he got a, his wrist down because it was nothing but shoulder and head to break his fall if he didn't get his hand down. You know what I mean? So, yeah, fuck that nigga. But it's been fucked that nigga for a long time. But It, has, somebody- for sh- it has for sure. But but he I, Tyler might be right. Maybe this is the, no, I'm the grittiest white player. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jealousy, dog. Jealousy, I, I wouldn't even call Caruso. Caruso just a dog. I wouldn't even say he on that grit no more. You know what I mean? Gritty players don't be getting them type of highlight dunks and shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I know. Mean, he, he's a bulldog on defense, though, though. He is. On defense, for sure. But, I mean, like, you know, like, uh, Grayson, like, to me, he's a, he's a catch-and-shoot type nigga. He don't really play all that much D unless he following the fuck out <laughs> you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, you're right. He's not really, like, Grayson Allen's not really, I don't even know how you describe him. He's not really a he just player. Dirty. He just every now and then does something yeah. super dirty. So he, yeah. he, so he has a reputation of playing hard on defense. Right. We just think he is as dirty as he is, but we, I've never heard, great stop by Grayson Allen. You know what I mean? We hear, fuck that nigga. He don't foul the shit out of somebody. You know what I mean? Jeez. Uh, all right. Well, uh, you know, the the sun is out. Winter is starting to warm up. So we're going to, at least in Southern California. So we're going to do a second Booger Boy of the week, which is, oh, this gives me so much pleasure. Wait, wait, Aaron, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I think the only person that can beat Grayson Allen might be Jake Paul. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we, he we fight. <laughs> right, we just set that up. Get him in the ring with Jake Paul. You know what I mean? I think that that might be the key to stopping this. You know? Did what you mean? ever have the experience in school where two people you didn't like were fighting, and yes. you were like, "This is good news either <laughs> yeah. way for me." Yeah, either way, right. All right. <laughs> I mean, most of the time I didn't care. I don't. Re- I don't really know if I. There's a few people I didn't like, but they was all bitches. They wasn't willing to fight nobody. You know what I mean? Like. The people that I didn't care that I would really trip off with fight, and that was that was always you know <laughs> entertaining. Right, 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 right. Tyler's right. eyes lit the fuck up though, so I know he knows exactly. He knows yeah. exactly what I'm talking. Yes, about. I, <laughs> that, it's it's a very rewarding experience for sure. <laughs> Just like, yeah, Name get names, it. get I'm his gonna, ass. What's the backstory <laughs> behind these dudes for real? It was it was actually um um two of my AAU teammates who I couldn't fucking stand and they got into it one day at practice and I was like hell yeah I was like I was like I was like coach both of these guys need to get out of here we can't have this on our team <laughs> bro this nigga here 
<laughs> we can't have this on our team. <laughs> yeah. I wanted both of them to get the boot, bro. Both of them boot, man. Coach, the team dynamic is in shambles. <laughs> what, when, when was this? When was this? <laughs> Shit, I was like, I was like fourteen. I, I was a freshman in high school. I was on the right. on, on, on the fifteen and under squad. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. You played basketball. I played AU. I, I played AU. I played JV. Then once I got like my driver's license at sixteen, I was like, "Fuck basketball! It's time to get on these girls, bro." Like, girls, chicken <laughs> nuggets, and fucking right. weed, nigga. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that's incredible. So many careers, so many sports careers ended by driver's licenses. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get mine until yeah. after my senior year, G. Until, until my senior year. Is that I, true? Like, Oh you yeah, were, you, man! You were an outcast in high school. Then, Not bro. my like, my sophomore year. I was dating somebody who was a senior, so she had her license. You know what I mean? All my homies had their license their junior year, and then I finally got a car my senior year. You know what I mean? And so I just said, "All right, I'll get my license now." I guess. In California, you can get your learner's permit, which lets you drive with an adult in the car when you're 15 years and six months old, and you can get your driver's license on when you turn 16. I had a single mom and a little brother, so I got my learner's permit on the day I turned 15 and six months. I'm a leap year baby, so she had she did the math and sent me one day earlier than it could have been, and I took my brother to school the next morning. <laughs> she was like, with no adult, like, was she that night? She was like, great, congrats, you are picking up what we need for dinner from now. On. <laughs> Uh, you know what's weird? Kids don't really like they—they they don't really give a fuck about driver's licenses and Uber shit like and that shit now, bro. What the fuck you need a license for, man? You got Uber, you got Lyft, you got all that shit now. I mean, know? my niggas was Uber and, though. And your I world is—you know—your world yeah. is. You can contact anyone you want. You can be videoing with anyone you want. I just find that weird because for me. I mean, my mom wanted me to get my license so so she could put me to work basically, but I I wanted it too just because that was that's freedom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your license, you're, you're, you're suddenly, that's really becoming an adult more than turning 18 or, you know, whatever else. I mean, I don't know. My, you're your own person at that point. My parents weren't going to let me drive their car flat the fuck out. I was a silly ass nigga. So <laughs> it was, it was like, fuck that. You know what I mean? So I, I just, was, I mean, I, everywhere my homies when I was with them. So y'all didn't, y'all didn't like when y'all had got y'all license, y'all homies didn't jump in the whip wherever y'all went. I didn't go anywhere dolo, you know what I'm saying? As a kid for real. You guys know I was a, I, I was a, the, the most boring, non-stressful teenager to raise in history until I got behind the wheel of a car. We would there, there's a there's a big ass hill in Long Beach, Signal Hill, which Jackson's actually been sending me <laughs> pictures from the top of because he's been going to Signal Hill when he visits uh, his <laughs> his boo. Uh, wait, I just realized my, maybe I'm not supposed to talk about Jackson's personal life like that on the podcast. But anyway, Signal Hill has a very steep hill down the back. So, I mean, I ve- like if you just roll your car to the edge and go down it without touching the brakes, you'll be going 40 by the time you get to the bottom. It's a God very man. steep hill. They used to bomb it with, you know, skateboarders used to go down it in the 70s, all the crazy shit. I blew a tire out at the bottom of that hill because we were going down it so fast. And then I tried to hit the brakes. And the front and the tires flew out of my car. We did all kinds of it's. There's a traffic circle in Long Beach. We used to race around the traffic traffic circle. Like, yeah, you put us on the wheel of a car. It was fucking. I, it was the stupidest shit ever, bro. It's a, a miracle that any of us survived being teenagers. I had it. There was I didn't know this nigga like this. He was in. He he went to school with me, but he his brakes went out going to school. So instead of like pulling over and calling, like you know what I'm saying. 
he started using the parking brake oh, and no. fucked the transmission <laughs> up. He was like, I'll use a parking brake to stop, nigga. Big dog, bro. There was no way my mom was going to let me drive the whip, G. You know what I mean? Tyler, what was the stupidest thing you did by the wheel as a teenager? I, this is great. This is not on the topic list. But I, I love these stories. Dog, one, one night I, I snuck out at like 2 in the morning to go see a chick I was dealing with. I was like 16 years old. And the motherfucking battery died while I was at a stoplight. Dog, I, and, and this was fucking, this was the, the pre-cell phone era, right? So, you know, I was... I didn't I didn't have any numbers memorized besides like my homie and my mom. You know what I'm saying? My homie's 16 years old. He can't do shit for me. You know what I'm saying? Right? So so I had to call my mom. Like, yo, it's it's fucking three in the morning. I'm broken down. And yeah, that um that was that was that was quite the incident. She took my driving privileges for like fucking three, four months after that shit, though. I would have did not give I you the. I, I, your mom did not give you the. I appreciate that you trusted me enough. No, to absolutely not, <laughs> bro. Hit my fucking head off, dog. I would have. I would have hitchhiked, nigga. I would have been flagging <laughs> motherfuckers down the street, nigga. Like, yo, I snuck out. Please help your boy out. I would have risked death before I risked telling my mom, G. It was not. Bro. Telling your mom the next morning, someone must have stolen the car. Right? The what batteries. the fuck? Interesting. <laughs> Under the covers, I'm I'm fully clothed. <laughs> also, Ferris Bueller shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I don't know what happened. <laughs> it's a Hell it's no. a it's a car thieving ring. This is what they right. do. They steal a car and they drive it ten miles and then they leave it with the battery dead. <laughs> Mad- Madison, Alabama is a dangerous place. <laughs> God damn. Um, fun times ahead for John and I raising children. <laughs> <laughs> like, we we did that math with Vincent turned eight uh, last year, and so, we, and so I was like, "Oh man, you're halfway to getting your driver's license." Oh my fucking god, you're halfway to getting your driver's yeah. license. The year's gonna fly, bro. <laughs> I wasn't dangerous, dumb. I was more like just dumb, dumb, like curious. You know what I mean? Where I would do some, just try some stupid shit. So I wasn't curious about anything else except for doing stupid shit in the car. But I got I, I told I think I told you guys this. I got pulled over coming Char went to UCLA, I went to Long Beach State. And I used to come home at like two in the morning so there wouldn't be traffic. And I was having a race with myself. I would time how fast I could go from her dorm in Westwood to my mom's house. One time I did it in slightly under thirty minutes. <laughs> Which, if you look, go look at a map of where Westwood is and where Long Beach is, it's faster than you should be driving. But I got pulled over at 3 a.m. going 119 miles an hour on the God 405. Damn. And the cop, the cop approached the car with concern. <laughs> was like, he was like, you're not drunk or high or anything. And I'm like, nah, man, this is just what I'm stuck with. Right. As a brain, just like in my just a, right, 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 right. Foolish kid who's in love, man. Right. And this dude, he he like he got down and was making eye contact. He wasn't wearing any sunglasses or anything. He was like, I want you to understand I work the night shift on CHP and the phone calls that I get to come out here when someone has wrecked their car going the speed you're going, you don't want to be inside that car. 
I'm glad he said that to you, G. Yeah. He was like, yeah. I, he's like, by, he's like, by the books, I'm supposed to arrest you for reckless driving. I'm just gonna give you a ticket, which fucked my life up, obviously, because it was five hundred dollars. That's that's five thousand dollars in, in, in that, major right. money. Right. That's a, that's a whole semester's worth of food in college, yeah. obviously. But he was like, he, yeah, and he, he did, it was it was a, it was a scare straight moment. <laughs> that five hundred dollars probably hurt you more than that speech, though. This the final line. I'm going to chill out. I, I remember I had a Ford Taurus, and I was going 130 in that Ford Taurus, and that motherfucker was shaking by the time I got I was got about to, that to say shit. your windows were probably that rattling, bro. I'm like, what the fuck am I? You know, my homie had a Diamante. I'm trying to keep up with him. I'm like, nigga, man, calm your ass down. I, yeah. I, <laughs> what the fuck yeah, happened Corolla. to Diamante, bro? Them shits was them shits was luxury. If you yeah. had a, one homie had a Diamante, the other one had a a a, a money green Q45. He would poke. I mean, he was like in high, in high school. He would post up in the parking lot, park that motherfucking reverse, and just post up on that motherfucker. And I'm talking about, you know what I mean? They could smell the Q45. Had that cream interior, nigga. I'm talking about them ones pulling up on them. Like, what's your name? <laughs> Shit, my nigga Jeremy G. Let's talk about our other booger boy of the week. Uh, few things I've enjoyed in my internet twitter.com experience more than watching every corner of Twitter unite to dunk on Aaron Rodgers uh, yesterday after he scored one touchdown against the 49ers, uh, one touchdown to be eliminated and most likely end his career with the Packers. Um, I am a 49ers fan. We are America's team. We've now beaten the Cowboys and Aaron Rodgers, which I feel like is tremendous. Tyler, can you? Rem- I don't even remember the last time Twitter was so united <laughs> in fucking talking shit about a professional athlete, bro. Boy, Twitter <laughs> lit Aaron Rodgers' ass up. It was, it was unprecedented. Everyone united to get that motherfucker out of here. Like the names that I saw floating for him, like Breitbart Star and Rush Lambo, <laughs> and of course Throw Rogan. You know that's the classic, and and, and Tuck Rule Carson, like. Tucker no. Carson was uh, that ripped my stomach open. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were Carson. they got him the fuck out of here. And see, the thing is, the, the thing is, what I I think everyone hates about Aaron Rodgers. I think you know, there's a whole lot of anti-vax motherfuckers out here who don't get who do, don't get the heat that Aaron Rodgers had because Aaron Rodgers plays the whole oh they're out to get me and and I'm so much more intelligent than everyone else is and that's what rubs motherfuckers the wrong way you know what I'm saying because shut the fuck up you out here making horse medicine smoothies you ain't smarter than nobody bro you dumb as fuck about this one you need to take you need to take your loss on this motherfucker had a 30 minute call with ESPN talking about I'm being silenced motherfucker you had a 30 minute call with ESPN saying this dumb shit you know what I'm saying like bro it was it was it was a night for the ages, and, and they lit his ass up, bro. My barber don't even fuck with ivermectin. Barbers, <laughs> and that speaks that that's that's all I need to say. But I didn't watch no motherfucking football. But you know, what I mean, if the barber ain't fuck with ivermectin, <laughs> you know, if that cohort is anti-ivermectin, bro, you wildin', G. You can't be further out. <laughs> <laughs> in your takes right. on science and medicine than John's barber. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Tyler, you tweeted something. I wanted, I'm curious for your opinion on this. You feel like, because I know you were always one of those people 
one of the people in the media. <laughs> I'm a media guy. <laughs> Fuck the media. <laughs> but you were always someone, and I agreed with you, to be clear, who was like Aaron Rodgers, he's won one Super Bowl. But in terms of talent, he's the most talented quarterback I've seen. And you said last night kind of changed that for you a little bit, and I think you were kind of putting Pat Mahomes ahead of him now. What 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 were your thoughts on that? And I'm always curious about that. Like, when does performance or championships, like, where does that intersect with talent? Because they're obviously right. different conversations, but but this one kind of changed it for you. Yeah. I, I mean, I want to say last night changed it for me. It's um, Mahomes has – I thought Mahomes has, is, has been perhaps the most talented quarterback I've seen in my life for a couple of years now. You know what I'm saying? So so my whole shit was this. You can't put Aaron Rodgers in the GOAT conversation, right? The, the, the postseason resume isn't stellar enough to do that. You know what I mean? Um, you, you, you know, and I, like, like you said, I've been saying for years, he's the most talented quarterback I've ever seen, but he might not even have that distinction anymore with the, with how ridiculous Pat Mahomes is. So it's like, bro, you're not in the go conversation. There's a good chance you're not the most talented quarterback we've ever seen anymore. Motherfucker, you can go. Like, like there's nothing else that we need to discuss about you, bro. You can get your shit and leave. You feel me? So, you're so not yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with Rodgers. You're just yeah. an asshole, right? Exactly. <laughs> This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot. 
The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The NFL Conference Championships are here. To celebrate, FanDuel Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with 30 to 1 enhanced odds for either conference championship. Bet five to win $150 on any team to win either conference championship game. Uh, we are recording this Sunday morning before we know what the uh, what the matchups are going to be, but I'm a huge 49ers fan. I'm riding high off of ending Aaron Rodgers' career with the Packers, so I'm going to take the Niners to beat either the Rams or the Bucks next weekend in the NFC Championship. You can do it too. Just sign up for FanDuel Sportsbook and make a deposit to claim your 30-1 to 1 enhanced odds there's no better place to bet the NFL playoffs than on America's number one sportsbook. It's a simple and easy-to-use app with generous promotions every day. It's safe and secure with best-in-class customer service. And when you win, FanDuel will pay you your winnings in as little as two hours. Already have FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel is hooking all customers up with $50 when you refer a friend. Plus, your friend will get $50, too. Don't miss your chance to win $150 off a $5 bet when you use promo code JNJ when signing up. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Use promo code JNJ, that's J ampersand J, to pick your conference championship team before kickoff. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. New users only, $10 first deposit required, must wager in designated offer market. Max bonus $150, bonus for Tennessee users fulfilled in site credit within 72 hours. Tennessee site credit expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Okay, let's talk about Steph Curry. I could not believe this, but I think it was Marcus Thompson tweeted, his buzzer beater last week was his first game-winning buzzer beater of his career. Now he's hit game winners with 0.2 seconds on the clock and shit like that. But that I really, I could not believe that for all the crazy moments we feel like we've seen 
from Steph. Were you aware of that stat, or was I just totally was, was I being casual, Guardy B? Or what? No, it was it, 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 it was news to me. But the homie Miles Brown brought up a great point: is that Steph doesn't play fourth quarters. When Steph is on, you know that that game is is fucking out the window by by about the middle of the third. You know what I'm saying? So that's you know plays a big part into why that was his first buzzer beater. I mean. Is that that important of a distinction? Like he's, I mean, him, I know it was it was cool seeing how excited he was that he it was it was his first, but I still remember that OKC shot. You know what I mean? I still remember that motherfucker from thirty. I, I mean, that was more impressive to me than his first buzzer beater. You know what I mean? That motherfucker C walked after that shit. You know what I mean? He he was seem really comfortable after this shot. He was like, all right, let's 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 shake. So. I don't know. That's that's. It's interesting that it's his first one, but he's had so many like big shots in the final seconds that I don't know. Doesn't didn't feel like it at all. I want to talk about. <clears throat> I'm a huge fan of backlashes to the backlash. I think it's a very great sign that the internet is uh, just a manifestation of our brains eating themselves, basically. And I feel like this week we saw the backlash to the backlash against Russ. And I think I could pinpoint it to the tweet that SportsCenter put up when Russ had a shot that literally hit like the top of the backboard in that mm. Magic game. And the official, the official SportsCenter account tweeted the video and said, Russ is always going to let it fly with the airplane emoji. Mm. <laughs> and, and people were so mad at them for like, dude, you're the official SportsCenter account. Yeah. Tweeting like hoop hype or whatever the fuck like, and I if from that like they ended up having to delete the tweet, which I thought was hilarious. And then I since then I feel like I've been seeing not just Lakers fans but basketball fans in general angry about media piling on people piling on on Russ or whatever. It, it is an interesting question, bro. Like there has to be some straight sports media, right? That's not like lmao or crying emoji all the time it's just like here's what's happening but it feels like everyone is lmaoing or <laughs> or sobbing emoji now so maybe that's what it is but what did you think of of that uh, first of all what do you think of sports center tweeting that and then what do you think of you know maybe seeing stuff kind of turn back in russ's favor a little bit tyler sports center and and other media outlets like that they can't do shit like that bro like, you know, you got to leave that to the to the NBA Twitter regular dudes to to crack jokes like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if you consider yourself a serious media outlet, you can't come with the jokey jokes clowning a player like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you I'm not saying you can't discuss when a player's struggling, like like SportsCenter could do some stats. In the last three games, Russ is 16 for 73 or something like that. You could John, do shit like that. John, John, you know what what I mean? John sent us a stat like that that they could tweet. What was the stat about him dunking, John? He's like under 60%. 58% in dunks. You know what I mean? There's, I yeah. mean, there's, there's interest. There's, there's smart ways to clown on him. I, you know, if you want to just like highlight certain stats or whatever, but – I don't see nothing wrong with the tweet. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, that was the most regular shit anybody has said clown in Westbrook. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you know, Russ is always going to let it fly. It's a fact. He going to let that motherfucker fly. You know what I mean? I don't think that's really piling on. I think because it, it came from sports and they're just like, yo, shut the fuck up. And I get, like, that feeling because it, you know, but I don't think it was really piling on. That tweet was like, I mean, 
pretty that regular. That was clowning Russell, bro. The, that, it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't like they were praising for hitting a fucking 40-footer. That motherfucker hit t- top of the backboard and nothing else. Russ that, hit top of clowning. the backboard, not sports center, the motherfucker. And, and it's like the 12th time. They at least waited to the 12th time. It wasn't like it's the first time he did that, motherfucker. It's the 75th time he's probably done his career. It's the 12th time in three games, and they finally said, fuck it. He going to let it fly. I ain't mad at it. You know what I mean? I just I, I get I get what y'all are saying. I just feel like it wasn't that big of a deal, as big as people were making it. You know what I'm saying? Like I do. I I think people in general, like the way we talk about athletes, should probably change. You know what I mean? But I don't think that right there was that damning. You know? They, uh, did y'all? Did y'all? Y'all get in these Lakers spaces? How they talking about niggas? And these are the niggas that's mad at Sports but Center. That's not Sports Center, nigga. I was on Yahoo talking dummy shit, nigga. I don't get you know what I'm saying. Like I was on Yahoo's on, on their Twitter page, official NBA Twitter page, talking about shit. I don't, bro. I don't. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I just think that that was to me the 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 most chill. We see what what fucking Bleacher and all them do. Like, they're doing the same shit Bleacher does. It's no different. You know what I mean? And Bleacher's a serious, you know what I'm saying, um, uh, a sports, you know, p- page or whatever. Like, I don't see nothing wrong with it, G. I don't see nothing wrong with it. I think it's very interesting that these motherfuckers that be clowning all the time want to be the ones mad, you know, when, when somebody says some very chill-ass, you know what I'm saying, like, Russ lets it fly. What's wrong with, like, the nigga do be letting it fly? That motherfucker, like, <laughs> is not, it a lie? It's, it's not, no one's, I don't think anyone's mad at the text that they tweeted. I think people are mad that Sports Center, which, you know, is a serious, which is the, I mean, I, and I know they've always had, like, fun and stuff, but that's the thing. If you were to, if you were to ask America to name one sports show or media thing, Sports Center might be number when one. When the last time you watched Sports Center, dog? I work late, bro. I see. I I have Sports Center on in the background. I watch Sports Center probably once every six and a half months. My I listen. Po- to- my my point is though, I don't think pe- I don't think I didn't, I didn't see anyone mad that like, oh, what your text was too far. It's the fact that they're clipping Russ hitting the top of the fucking backboard to talk shit. Did the nigga <laughs> hit the top of the backboard? How many bro, times bro, has bro, nigga hit the top of the because, backboard? Just because it's true, it doesn't mean you need to say it though, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there, there's a thing called tact out here that that especially a sports the the fucking top sports media outlet in the world should be using. It shit like in for us to like be this. talking about tact nigga <laughs> but we, ain't, my we ain't espn <laughs> that's but, what i'm saying but i mean but hey I, I don't know g i just i just say i ain't mad at it i don't i don't think it's that big of a deal you know what i mean like i think the way we talk about russ as a whole is fucked up you know what i mean like that's why when i was saying like i think russ is still figuring it out rather than saying russ is you know whatever because i'm tr- i don't i don't i don't like it but i think that was very Fucking vanilla, you know what I mean? I don't th- I, again, I don't. And think even anyone, what they insinuated, what, the joke what they insinuated was a fact. You know, yeah, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think I don't think anyone's saying they went too far with right. the actual Agreed. joke. I'm, they were saying Sports Center, you can't crack these jokes. That's not. I think Sports that's what people joke. are saying. That's I think Jen- that's a Jenkins and Jones joke. I think, right. but, <laughs> I, but I think Sports Center can say that type of vanilla version of that shit. Like Russ is gonna let it fly. I don't think it's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't think that's that big of a deal. Russ is gonna let that shit fly. Regardless if it's a sports center, bleacher report, whatever. I mean, like, I mean, how many times have we seen bleacher do the same thing? I don't Bleacher's give a fuck not about sports center though. I but mean, no, but but no, but they're they I mean they're Bleacher ran by, was built they're on owned fan by t- they're owned by Turner, my nigga. I know, you but, know what I'm saying? Big, but they were built on fan blogs. And I and I, right, but I see more Bleacher than I even see Sports Center. I'd say Bleacher is more prominent Bro, than Sports Bleacher, Center. Bleacher Report is us though. You know what I'm saying? Sports Center is, is suits in the studio. 
Bleacher Report ain't that. You feel me? The person Bleacher that's running Report, it is the same. The same. Bleacher this, Report. The, Bleacher Report built their shit off of off of like you know NBA Twitter it, commentary type but it's, shit. But it's taken as a serious sports account, right? You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't think it's that big of a difference. They're owned by Turner. The same 23-year-old white boy trying to talk like a nigga is running Bleach Report that's running SportsCenter's uh, fucking internet account. I don't think that, I don't think it's a, it's a difference at all, G. I, and I, I think, I don't take, I, I mean, I don't, I don't take either of them too seriously. You know what I mean? There's their, their Twitter account. You know what I mean? Maybe the personalities on there. You know what I mean? I take like certain personalities more seriously, but their Twitter account I don't take it that seriously. Bro, if if you're going on Sports Center, you gotta wear a suit. If you're doing a Bleach Report show, you're in you're in there in a hoodie and jeans. It's a difference. If you're on though. Turner, you're wearing a suit. Turner runs Bleach Report. You know what no. I mean? But that's but again, like even inside the NBA, which is funny, there's shit that people will say on inside the NBA. You feel like, hey man, like you're the top. I mean, we talked about this with some of Shaq's comments about Spider. Like, hey bro, like. You're, you know what I mean? You got to chill the fuck out a little bit. You're the top, like, even though you're entertainers and all this shit, you're the top media people in basketball. Like, <laughs> And they don't be chilling the fuck out and motherfuckers still watching shit. I don't think it's that big of a deal, personally. I don't I don't take SportsCenter that seriously. I, th- I always thought SportsCenter was the more closer to the fans than most other shows as far as how they talked about sports. I think to get on my fucking media high horse. I think we do. We, I think we have a problem that's much bigger than Russell Westbrook in this country of there not really being a line between news outlets and shit that's funny <laughs> anymore, right? Like, that's how most people get their news now is through shit that... And it used to be that it was like, here's the boring version of shit, which is what reality usually is. And then you come over here with the funny stuff in a column or whatever in a newspaper or a pundit show on TV. And now it's all everything's punditry you know what i mean like not just in in sports but everywhere and i do think that that's been to our detriment not just about russell westbrook but it's like no one's just gonna no one's gonna be boring like everything is the attention economy and how much attention you can get and you know what i mean like they had to delete the rust tweet but i'm sure they were still thrilled with the engagement you know what i mean like i just that shit's just exhausting to me bro that there's no like Everyone's trying to be. Everyone's trying to be John running the Yahoo account. No, but like, <laughs> which you know, was great but, for John, but that yeah. can't be what our entire media ecosystem. Is. But if you look at the content, like you said, like the the content you see on ESPN, you know, the talking head shit, the way that they talk, bro. Like Stephen A. has said, way way worse, way more flagrant shit than that tweet. You yeah, know what I'm saying? And, and, on and we, understand, we understand that's an individual personality at ESPN. Sports Center on is a ESPN. Show. No, Sports Center a- is ESPN, bro. Like, uh-huh. like, like, if you're tweeting from the Sports Center account, that is ESPN's voice speaking to you. You can't do shit like that with, with, with that account. I don't. I, I which think is, which is which is why they deleted it. I mean, yeah. I, like, he's right in that. Like, that is why they deleted it because it was you because ESPN can't be talking shit on Russell Westbrook as an outlet, which is what they're doing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I think they deleted it because of the backlash, not necessarily because of the tweet. If you know what I'm saying, it wasn't because they can't do it. They'll probably try it again. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, it's an attention economy. That's they, how we're trying. That's that's how people are playing. They're probably going. It. How do we move the line one millimeter back? And the way you move on attention without the outrage. And the way you move on social media is different from how you move on TV and things like that. You know what I'm saying? You're it's it's a totally different like you know uh, playing field to me. So how you play on there is different from how you move on TV. I don't think it's that big of a deal, personally, personally. But I, I get y'all's point. I get you. But I don't. I don't like when I'm listen when I'm 
when I'm looking for serious content, like serious sports content, I go to a particular podcast I listen to when I'm trying to hear that type of shit. I don't go to sports and I definitely don't go to fucking Twitter. Definitely. For our analytics based breakdown of Rudy Gobert's defensive value. <laughs> right, bro. I'm not I'm not <laughs> I'm not you know there's particular places I go, it's not sports center, it's definitely not on Twitter, G. That's how I feel. I feel Twitter is different from how you how, how you talk on t- television and whatnot. All right, let's talk shit about our families real quick. I want to know, <laughs> John. John had <laughs> John. You had a tweet last week. I felt in my fucking soul. <laughs> like, it was like a Cleo Soul album, but as a tweet, <laughs> it, <was> like, <laughs> it reverberated into my bone marrow. <laughs> <laughs> about the fact that you and you have no idea yet because your daughter is not yet old enough to turn on light switches about being a father that your number one responsibility is just turning off light switches because otherwise they would never go off. And I feel this. I just I couldn't relate to anything more. My children wake up. They walk around the house. They turn on every fucking light. And then when they go to bed, I mean, it's like I literally I'll drop them off at school and come home and I'll sometimes stand there. Like Homer Simpson, just dumbfounded. Just every light in the house is on right now. They've turned every light on. It's bright as fuck outside, and they've turned every light on in the house. What the fuck is this? I'll go in rooms, and I'll be like, Rather, turn the light off, and there's no difference. Why do you want this light? Why? I don't understand it. There was one time I turned the light off. That day when I tweeted that, I, I turn a light off in the bedroom three times. Nobody in the bedroom anytime I do it. The third time, I'm like, how the fuck did she even get back here? You know what I'm saying? Did she sneak back here just to turn the light on? It's crazy. I'll look up. Every light in the fucking house is on. Every. Why? There's there's two and a half motherfuckers here. Why? You know what I mean? We all in the same place half the time. 98% of the time, me and Rather just kicking it. You know what I mean? Why are all these lights on? You feel me? I I think I'm kind of weird in the, in the sense that she'll come in, it'll be pitch black in the house, and I'll be just st- sitting on the couch staring at the ceiling looking at my motherfucking phone. I don't necessarily like light. I find peace in dark, you know what I mean, for whatever reason. But it's just weird. How like, you know, like I have to go behind people constantly and turn the light off. And then she sent me the motherfucking Venmo. She like, here's a dollar seventy-eight for your fuck ass. That was funny. Thanks for saving. Right. Bro, I'm taking away her Martin privileges. We can't watch Martin no more. (laughs) She been killing me ever since we started watching Martin. When I'm not tired of this shit, dog. I'm like, I get no respect in my own motherfucking home, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to save us money. We can put this money towards fucking Somi. She like, nah, nigga, hear that weak ass 178. Fuck you. (laughs) And these lights. Click, 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 click. (laughs) Crazy. I don't know where it comes from. <laughs> There's a lot of people that relate it, but a way, lot of people relate to it. But way more people, a lot of people retweeted that when I saw the Venmo, like this is beautiful. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so hey, man. Well, I whatever. feel like she also picked the funniest. A dollar seventy-eight is the funniest. Bro, not two dollars, not a dollar seventy-five. Here is a dollar seventy-eight. Like I looked at my phone, like she was right. She was like. 
in the next room. Like she could have, she could have <laughs> made the comment. She could have thrown the pennies at you. She, right. She could have. I look at my phone. I'm like, she didn't say nothing. I look at my phone. A dollar seventy eight. Like what? You the pettiest nigga I ever seen in my life, dog. <laughs> Sheesh. I did steal her chocolates, though, man. Maybe you know, maybe <laughs> You feel me? You feel me? I did steal her chocolates. You stole so the chocolates and then you tweeted to brag about it. Too. Right. <laughs> oh, it was, a, it was a glorious moment, though. Glorious moment. Uh, let's talk about a momentous new day for bread. John, you brought this, I believe, to our, <laughs> to our attention. Can you set this up, please? So, <laughs> Master P, that started another company. <laughs> it's a bread company and you know to continue his consistent you know relating everything to war for whatever reason <laughs> he names the bread soldier bread nigga. soldier bread why would i want to eat some war bread nigga <laughs> who's gonna buy war bread <laughs> free this man of the shackles of soldier it's soldier everything i'm tired dog you know what i mean god damn you know that, sheesh. that shit does not sound appealing at all like you you hear the word soldier bread like you think of like some some mre shit like like right feels ready to eat shit that that, that that these motherfuckers are eating in the trenches that never expires <laughs> like who the fuck wants to eat some shit called soldier bread what get the fuck out of here with this great depression ass shit dog and for one this motherfucker's from louisiana bro the best food state in the fucking country Period. you know what i'm saying you could have came up with some another name, you know, tying Louisiana into this shit, like Louisiana Sunrise Bread or some shit, and and that shit would be appealing. This motherfucker went with the MRE Great Depression title. <laughs> Free this man from the shackles of being a no limit soldier. Please, please. Lord, I know please. you're a tank dog and all that shit, but goddamn, not with the right, bread, bro. Right. Goddamn, show soldier Reeboks are one thing, soldier bread. <laughs> Nigga, soldieries, soldier bread. No, nigga, we don't want the soldier bread, dog. You know, this shit sounds dry as fuck. Tyler's, that. Tyler's right. It sounds like an MRE. Like, hold this under your armpit Powder. while you're sweating for 30 Powder. seconds. Right. And it'll expand into a loaf of bread. <laughs> Golly. I'm looking at this nigga like, what? <laughs> he was so hype in that motherfucking factory, too. You know what I mean? Another. <laughs> Come on, man. Whew. We, I do like the fact that he's into different types of businesses, and he's all you know. He's 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 a he's a solid yeah. dude. I fuck with him hella tough. But God damn, G, he's the yeah. most solid dude. Oh, yeah. absolutely. You talked absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, like on some real shit. Every artist said that he let them. Um, uh, he he signed over their masters to them. He, every No Limit artist said when they first signed on with him, P said, "Okay, you're gonna get your masters." I'm going to buy you a house and I'm going to hook you up with a, you know, a financial advisor. You right. Know what I'm saying for every artist he did. And you don't see that in the music industry, bro. Solid, solid dude, man. Solid yeah. dude. But Soldier uh, Red ain't it, my, my boy. Silk the Shocker ain't making money off the marriages. Oh, it's probably like, but it's a very kind thing. You know what I mean? Uh, I have uh, come across Percy uh, four times, three of them at funerals. And that man moves through the world in a way that is very different from how any of us would <laughs> move through the world. I got a chance to talk to him for a couple minutes, too. And then just when you see him walk into a uh, affiliated funeral and everyone is aware that he's there and is like it's like the Pope, bro. 
I mean, like, you know what I mean? I mean, it's just different. So he wants to call the bread soldier bread. I mean, that's why I held the mic away from my face while I was laughing at you guys' jokes. (laughs) 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 Shit. He can call, he can call, you call whatever you want, soldier, Mr. Miller. You know, I mean, that's the official position of the Jenkins and Jones podcast. (laughs) Big, big, big love, big love to Percy Miller. You know what I mean? Big love at all times. But your boy will not have soldier bread in this household, okay? This is not a soldier bread household. This is not a soldier bread household, okay? Uh, All right. Is it time for macaque talk? Macaque talk. Macaque talk. (laughs) Y'all been low-key clowning me ever since cock talk, man. I don't... (laughs) You've been leaning in. <laughs> ever so slightly. Every I actually time. think Cock every Cock opportunity. was like one of the funniest jokes that any of us has ever made on the podcast because it's it is super fun to say and it's very stupid, which I feel like <laughs> is the I feel like that's if you were to do like a one of those charts of the most efficient joke you can make in the Jenkins and Jones style, that would be at the top right. <laughs> <laughs> Cock talk, Jenkins and Jones. Um, all right, but well, we're talking about macaques, which is the uh, little white. Japanese monkeys that you've probably seen pictures of uh, chilling in hot springs. Um, it's they're one of those pictures they go viral every time someone tweets them because it's the reminder that like we but we really are not that far away. From, yeah, from yeah, like 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 you'll see pictures of, of two of them in a hot spring and one's like massage and the other one's scalp and the the, the massage looks like they're just in bliss and shit. Yeah, are we like I'm, one chromosome away? Something like that is like we're like ninety eight percent. Of, of the genetic it's like 98.9 percent from chimpanzees yeah. and I, yeah. I had a, um, a a biologist explain this to me because i think when you hear that when you're a kid it's very abstract and the way that the, the biologist explained it was I, I, I read this in a book i don't remember what book it was start with a ball of clay and then make start with two balls of clay make a chimpanzee sculpture and then make a person sculpture and 98 percent of the t- shit you did is the exact same you know what I mean? Yeah. Like compared to a jellyfish or <laughs> or something like that. So, um, yeah, the macaques, because of the hot springs, I think they really drive that home. Tyler mentioned the photo. He saw I saw a photo of one that had his fingers tented with his eyes closed. You know what I mean? And it just looks like he's like, ah. The weight of the world is lifted. <laughs> For just a, I don't have to go to work tomorrow. Like. <laughs> We're two chromosomes away. I just looked it up. Okay, there you go. Um, there is a uh, population of Japanese macaques that are. Uh, <laughs> I sound like a fucking dipshit every time I say macaque, but that's macaque, the name of this macaque. 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 So <laughs> that's the name of species. species. <laughs> yeah. Macaque. Go ahead. Uh, the uh, Takasaki Yama Natural Zoological Garden has 677 of these uh, monkeys, and um, they are easy to study. Their society is easy to study because of the prescribed sort of area in which they operate, which includes the hot springs. And um, the biologists who track these uh, monkeys have been shocked by, for the first time in their observation, a female uh monkey has become the alpha queen yake and the story that the, i think the new york times broke was at least where i saw it um i was hoping people on twitter wouldn't have noticed this shit so we could like be the ones to tell everyone about this but i feel like everyone saw it on friday unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> but i i just thought this was so fascinating 
Queen Yake beat up her own mom as part of ascending to the throne of ruling over this this group, and then it is now uh, endangered because there's like this love triangle of these two suitors that it's like she's got to deal with that while also dealing with power, which I feel like is a very human fucking problem to, <laughs> to have to encounter. But I, what did you think of this? I, this story to me was great because it was a reminder that for all that all our human concerns seem very important. It's not that far off of monkeys just trying to climb the ladder. You know what I mean? She beat up her mom, and then she beat up, like, the 30-year-old alpha, which is, like, a senior citizen in monkey years. I think she's, like, nine years old. So she is ruthless. She out there beating her mom up and beating up old men, like, you know what I'm saying, to get to where she's at. (laughs) What I found interesting, though, was was they're talking about how mating season can jeopardize her status as the alpha because, you know, there's a degree of submission that she has to, you know, perform to 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 mate and you know if if she submits to someone that might be her you know vacating her alpha spot so this is a tough decision for yaki right here you're gonna get your fuck on or you're you gonna are you gonna vacate you know your throne for love and and monkey dick or are you gonna you know say fuck fucking i'm here to you know rule this shit and get first dibs on these peanuts these motherfuckers roll out it's quite the conundrum here for yaki love is overrated yaki <laughs> stick to them peanuts. love get is overrated peanuts. <laughs> you feel me i think bro Peanuts I, over everything, Yake. <laughs> <laughs> the, my, my first thought, I, I think it's because I was, I've been watching a bunch of like women's basketball highlights was like, this motherfucker would have a crazy crossover if she fucking, you know what I'm saying? If she played ball. My second thought was, <laughs> I got a lot of cousins, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, some will pop the trunk, you know what I mean? Like, you know, they, 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 they lean a particular way, right? But none of them got the hands that Portia, my cousin Portia got. Portia got the hands of God. My second thought was, Portia would probably whoop this bitch ass. <laughs> like, I don't know why. I was thinking, Portia and maybe my cousin Travis, both of them got the hands of God for some reason. I think if she, she lucky she ain't ran into one of them because they would, they would cook, they would cook Yake, I think. But uh, nah, Yake's a queen. I don't mean to pit, you know, baddies against one another. another you feel me? <laughs> All hell her. I hope she. I hope she says fuck love and, 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 and keeps running shit over there. You feel me? What is it about the monkey brain that also resides in our skull that do, that like dominance is so important? You know what I mean? Like what? Like like why? I mean, you're beating up your mom. I mean, I know that you know that their family structure is different than ours. But like you're beating up your mom. You're beating up old men. So you could rule over these 677 monkeys in this zoological garden and get the first peanuts, bro. <laughs> I think there's only like 3% of people that care about power. Maybe 10%, I don't know. Because I, I don't give a fuck about power. And it might be the same. Like, she's just one of those people that are monkeys. <laughs> that is, you know, super power hungry. You feel me? Where she's like, fuck everybody. Sociopathic with it. I'm beat my mama up. You know what I mean? Then I'm going to drag this old ass man. And we run his shit. You know what? I, 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 but I, yeah, do y'all, do y'all care about power at all? I don't think it's, I don't, I don't think it's a normal th- human thing for people to care about. Too power. much responsibility comes with power for me, bro. Leave me the fuck alone. I just me? don't <laughs> care. I don't yeah. care about enough things. You know what I mean? I just care about certain things and I don't want to know or have any control over, over what most people are doing. You know what I mean? So I care about power professionally. Like we're very like that's something that having started out in our little corner of the world as a, a you know covering sports in Long Beach we started out on the bottom rung and I cared very much about uh, 
not being there anymore and about having the power to do certain things and influence certain things. Um, but that, I think, and maybe this is just me rationalizing that mindset, I think that's more about wanting the, you know, in your 20s, wanting stability, to, a feeling of stability to come out of a job in a way that I now understand in my 30s is not, that's an internal problem, not an external problem, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, but I, I, it was very important to me, and I do think we still run, like I said, very small corner of the world, but we, we take it pretty seriously, you know what I mean? That it's mm -hmm. like, okay, we're... We are who we are. You know, we earned our way to the spot. I didn't beat my mom up to get there. Jesus, you ain't sociopathic with it. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, I, I care about power over myself and like my ability to assist and be a, a you know like and help my family. That's all. You know what I mean? Like that's what I care about. You know, I don't yeah. I don't want to control anybody. Like my mom, my 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 wife, Somi, none of that shit. I want to. I mean, maybe when I'm when she's older, I would hope to be able to have some you know, influence, you know what I mean? You but control, not control, yeah, yeah, but control, yeah, yeah. like, I just don't, you know, power. Yeah, like, like, like the, the, the power that leads to personal freedom is something that I think we all aspire for. Yeah. The power that is like dominion over others, I don't give a fuck about that. Keep all of that, I don't want yeah. it, you know what I mean? Just leave me alone. All right, that's all the time we got for Jenkins and Jones today. Thank you so much for fucking with us. Uh, we will be back on Thursday. We'll see y'all then. Bye. 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 If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.